Welcome back to 9to5Photographer, the podcast to help you get more shoots, make more money and spend more time doing the things you love. And today's episode is with a model. Now, I would love to know, do you know how it feels like to be photographed when you're a model, taking direction from a photographer and trying to understand what they want you to do, but without compromising on your values? If so, then this episode is definitely for you, because today we're talking to Faith. You can find her on Instagram by searching Mystique Faye, that's M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, F-A-Y, Mystique Faye. But more importantly, we get some insights and advice from her in this episode because I ask her to share her experiences of what it's like. So she's about to tell us some of the mistakes photographers sometimes make, some of the best photo shoots she's ever modelled on, and what advice she has for photographers who've never shot a model before but would like to do so. But let's not waste any more time now. Join me in this episode as we find out what it's like to be on the other side of the camera, and we're going to find that out right now. Faith, thank you for being here on the podcast today. How are you doing? Hi, oh, welcome. I'm good, thank you. Very, very well. Just at home today so it's not too bad just a nice relaxing Friday so a, a chilled out Friday yeah well the, we're recording this at Friday lunchtime so so how do Fridays normally look for you and, and how does this Friday look apart from being a bit chilled out um well I was meant to have a shoot today but it got cancelled because we thought it was gonna rain but now there's been no rain so it's actually quite yeah, it's quite irritating because sometimes when you shoot outdoors, you don't know what the weather's going to be like. So, oh, a, a quick question on that then. So how many of the shoots you do, how many of them tend to be outside and how many of them are in, in a studio? Um, I get a fair mix, I think, because sometimes either there's some studios I go to where the photographer does want to also shoot outdoors if we find a nice um, location. I actually did a shoot yesterday mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't say it was a studio. It's more about like um, an old style kind of like um, manor house, but they had oh, yeah. a really, really nice garden mm-hmm. outside and they had some really, really nice spaces. So um, usually it just kind of depends really. But um, I feel a lot more these past few weeks. I've been doing mm-hmm. a lot more that are outdoors than in a studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do sometimes mm-hmm. prefer the outdoors just because it's more a little bit more freeing. Okay, right. You can pose a lot more easily than than sometimes when it's in a studio. You have to stand, you know, you've got to make sure that, you know, the way you pose is working best for all the light, you know, right. the lighting and stuff yeah, like that. So. Yeah. Okay, well, look, before we get into the real heart of this episode, I wonder, Faith, if you could just tell us just a little bit about yourself, maybe sort of where you live in the world and, you know, how long you've been doing what you do. Okay, uh, so I live in Slough, which is, I don't know if anyone knows it, but um, most people know The Office, uh-huh. the TV show oh, The yeah. Office. It was actually filmed in Slough. It's not actually wasn't filmed too far away from where I live, but they've knocked the building down now. They actually shot it in Slough as well. as Yeah, it was set in Slough and shot in Slough. So it's like there used to be some really old office buildings um, down a road. It's called the Bath Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to do the, the show there. Um, I've been modelling for, I don't know whether to count it a year because of lockdown, Mm -hmm. but it's been, I would say maybe on and off for nearly a year. I did my first shoot in August last, yeah, it'll be August last year. So yeah, and since then I've been quite, you know, it was quite up and down obviously when lockdown hit, there were a lot of shoots I had that were cancelled. So Mm. I'm kind of now, now things are picking up. I'm kind of 
starting to like play catch up but I've been very like fortunate to work with some really good photographers and uh, do some really great shoots I did my first commercial in um, Brunel College so it was the comp there was a company um, that approached me and they needed a model to kind of like you know do some stills and stuff for their their university had a new like um kiosk machine i think it's similar to the ones that you get in mcdonald's where you can order food okay so we did some photos and stills of that and then i'm hoping by i'm not too sure somewhere by the end of this year i'm gonna be featured in a magazine okay um so basically a photographer and a makeup artist approached me and they one i'm not quite sure what the theme of the shoot will be but they want to get the image published so yeah I'm looking forward to it. I think that will be very exciting and stuff but mm. I te- I've worked with photo- I've worked with one photographer who does more commercial stuff mm-hmm. and then there are others that I've worked with that are more um hobbyists mm-hmm. type things so they just do it as like a hobby and they hire out models um I've done workshops as well mm-hmm. where you get where you you know sometimes especially photography clubs they want to hire out a model for the day um so you get a group of them that want to shoot you know with a model and stuff I'm hoping in the near future to do maybe some more studio days so basically a studio days you would there will be one model and then a group of photographers will be kind of slotted to shoot that one model so that's something that I want to kind of look into probably towards the end of this year or maybe next year. So I'm just going to mm. try and see how things are going. So, yeah. So so give me a little bit more of a breakdown of those different types of shoots that you tend to do. I mean, you, you've given us a bit of an insight there already, but tell okay. us a bit more about, you know, what, what, what are the most popular shoots that you do? And, and you mentioned that you've got one photographer who does more corporate stuff. Do you do any other kind of corporate stuff with them? Just give us a sort of a breakdown of it all. So if it's workshops, they usually, um, like, example, I don't know, like I said it before, some, a lot of photography clubs hire out models Mm -hmm. for, Mm -hmm. like, workshops that they do. So I did one a while back that was, like, I can't remember where it was. It was somewhere that was outdoors and there was about five, about, oh, sorry, it was about four um, photographers and they each, Mm -hmm. you know, want to shoot they each um, are shooting one model okay. is that can be quite challenging because it was my first was time doing that, yeah. it because um you know you've got four of them wanting to photograph you so you're having to look at each of them just so that they have a chance to shoot you uh, and it's it is challenging because one of them says can you look this way another one says can you look that way could you pose it so you have to I had to learn to kind of like multitask because I wanted all of them to get nice, you know, nice photos at the end of the day. Of course, yeah. See, I've done ones like that. I've done workshops where it's it's like it's slotted. So I did one that was in Stratford quite a while back. So each photographer has a slot time of one hour. Right. So I think I worked with about four. Um, yeah, about four of them. So they each mm-hmm. um, booked me for like one hour. So you have kind of those slot ones. So it's like more of a one-to-one type um, okay. type shoot um mm-hmm. and then i'm doing i think the end towards the end of july i'm doing an mm-hmm. event so this model her name's called natasha i think her name natasha uk on instagram 
and her and her husband they host like modeling events throughout the UK so they pick about four models so I actually approached and asked her if I could do one of the days Mm -hmm. so they're doing it in London Waterloo so the theme the theme will be kind of like a graffiti styled type shoot so it will be me and two other models that will be doing it so um that's gonna like be my first modeling event i've never done it before oh it sounds fun yeah so that'd be exciting yeah fun. yeah and then you just get photographers that book you who are hobbyists so they do it as like a you know they do it as like a hobby so they hmm. like you know approach you and they say they want to book you for how many amount of hours and then you kind of discuss the style of the shoot some people have mood boards they email you a mood board you know you're kind of like discussing ideas okay and it's nice because it's um I I like shoots like that because you can also get an input as well as a model on what you want to look for and stuff like that so that's good that you can collaborate like that and come up with ideas together yeah yeah I think that's the most important thing I think it it Mm. helps when a model's involved in a shoot opposed Mm -hmm. well in some cases, I have had it. In some cases, I haven't. Some cases, right. sometimes when, you know, they some photographers are very fixed on what they want, so you kind of have to just follow, mm. you know, along with it. But there's some of them that yeah. do allow you to, mm. you know, have your have their own. You can bring your own yeah. ideas and stuff, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. So. Okay, so talk us through some of the mistakes that you've, you've seen photographers making. I'm thinking really over the last 12 months that you've been okay. actively doing this. Mm-hmm. What what kind of thing what kind of mistakes have you seen photographers making that that could have made things better if they weren't doing those things? I think one mistake was I did a shoot with a photographer. I've worked with him before. This one was it was in Studio 88. It's in High Wycombe and he mm-hmm. Obviously, because I think there's some I've worked with some photographers that don't actually know like studio lights and setting everything up. So um, Mm. I think it took him a while to set up all the lights. And, you know, I'm sitting there kind of like bored waiting. I think it took him over an hour or like 30 minutes or something because he had to call the other guy that works there. He didn't know how to set up the lights. Even the other guy didn't. So it kind of it wastes a bit of time Mm -hmm. and then a lot on top of that he had another model on the same day okay which I think he should have told me I would have not I would have Mm -hmm. not minded but I wish he had told me that he had another model slotted in Mm -hmm. you know after me and stuff so I think that I think it's important if you're arranging shoots to he probably could have gone up there a day before and or you know kind of got to know the lights mm. got to know the studio i guess, i guess from from his point of view of course he's missing out on valuable time that he could yeah, be taking pictures exactly, but he's, he's exactly. spending time on lights yeah he's spending he mm. did spend a lot of time trying to get all the lights right and i understand it does it does take a while but i have worked with people where they actually are very organized and they sort those things mm-hmm. out before the model comes otherwise mm. you're just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and it's like um yeah you start to get a little bit you know bored so I think yeah, yeah being yeah. organized is very important um especially when it's when it shoots outdoors mm-hmm. I think is very important I've been lucky that people I've worked with they actually pick the locations they actually send me all the locations they actually organize everything you know mm-hmm. even a week before 
especially when it's somewhere that's quite far so they know the the perfect spots and stuff like that because some especially with outdoors things change if trees might be Mm. cut down or that location's changed and stuff so um i think yeah or especially when it's outdoors as well organizing where would be the best Mm. places i think is Mm -hmm. like very important so i think number one is to be organized before you Mm. meet a model and not make them right sit there and or stand there yeah, and wait for yeah. ages while you're walking clearly, around. Clearly, that, that's not a good use of anyone's time, is it? No, it really is not nice. No. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, how about the extent to which photographers direct you when you're when you're modelling? I mean, do you find that some photographers over-direct and some under-direct? How do you find that? I've had it kind of mixed. There's some that, there's some that don't direct. So I've done shoots where I've had no direction. I've had... But anyway... Number one thing, models do need to know how to pose. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So it is also the model's responsibility as well to know how to pose mm-hmm. because if you're just going into a shoot and you're just sitting there, then, you know, you kind of, I think I've learned that you do have to be kind of prepared for that because not every photographer you're going to work with knows how to direct a model and stuff, especially if, you know, English is not their, f- I've worked once where English is not their first language. So sometimes it can be quite hard, right. you know, to understand what they're saying. So sometimes you do have to wing it and, you know, make it up. Mm-hmm. I won't say make it up, but just know uh, models also, yeah. just as a model, you need to know, you know, what's your good side, know your angles and stuff like that. Um, that's like very, mm-hmm. very important. But yeah, I've worked with some who, direct very minimal and focus so much on the light which is important the lighting and stuff but it's also important to focus on the subject as well not just Mm. on all the Mm. lights not just you know on everything I think there needs to be a balance and stuff like that and then there's some that there's some photographers that want you to copy poses that they've already seen images Mm -hmm. online and that's one thing I really don't like like and I've I have you know sometimes you don't when the shoot is paid you don't really have a I've not really had a choice I've just done it but it's like they find Mm. these images online and they want the model to do exactly the same image whereas they don't realize every model has a different built a different shape Mm -hmm. and maybe they you know their style or whatever it's not suited to that type of pose so for one model to be in that pose could look really good for another model to be in that pose just ain't gonna work yeah, exactly. And it it just, well, yeah, it's not going to work. Like, um, mm. I did do a shoot like that once where the photographer's just, I want, I did tell him, I think it'll be, I did make a point to him, like, I don't think we should be heavily copying on images on the internet. I think it's important that we create yeah. something that's, you know, unique, yeah. not unique, sorry, but just create our own thing rather than heavily fixating on an image. And yeah, let's just do that because number one, the images that were that he was showing me were taken in a different location. The lighting's going to be different yeah. and everything. The model's physique is completely different to mine. So um, mm-hmm. I kind of not, I didn't want to be rude or anything, but I just said to him, I would personally would like to come up with my own, you know, put my mm. own twist mm. into it and not exactly yeah. mimic. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's another thing that, I've seen kind of repetitively where photographers want to mimic mm-hmm. other photographers when you shouldn't 
you know yeah. the whole point yeah. is you want to create something you want to create something not copy yeah not copying you know so okay talk to me then a little bit about agreements and what sort of agreements should be in place between a photographer and a model and you know is it important to agree these things beforehand I'm going to guess you're going to say yes, yes. actually yeah. um but 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 tell me a bit about what sort of agreements should be in place between between you I two I think the first thing is what style of shoot it will be that's like the most important thing because okay. I get messages from people on my bio I've clearly stated that can you let me know what style it is you know do you have any examples to show me and sometimes some photographers don't do that. So it's like mm-hmm. sooner away, they just want you to say, oh, yes, I'll book you. But they don't explain to you what the style is. So I think the first and foremost is what style is it going to be? Is it going to be fashion? Is it going to be portrait? Is it going to be a beauty shoot? So mm-hmm. those things need to be made clear so that the model, you know, is mm-hmm. aware. If it's a fashion shoot, you know, how many would I have to bring my own outfits or would the photographer have outfits supplied? Um, also location Hmm. is it going to be in a studio is it going to be outdoors that's another important thing just so that the model knows where they're traveling from because Mm -hmm. you know a lot of models we do have to we do travel quite far well I have before a lot of times Hmm. for various shoots so knowing where the location is is important especially for me because I like to plan things out and to find out how long it's gonna like take me also how many hours it's gonna be right that's really important because some mod a lot of models have a minimum hour hour that mm-hmm. they can work like I prefer to work I minimally prefer people to book me in for three hours okay you know because it helps with especially if the place if the area is really really far I don't exactly want to be coming for one hour is kind of a waste of time no of course. so um yeah, yeah how yeah. many hours i think is very important some people have model release forms i think photographers should have model release forms that's another thing that i have um so models have it as well i have a form i don't take it all the time with me i, I should do but um most photographers have release forms so it's like an agreement where you and the mo- photographer sign you know that you're happy because you know photographers like to share their images mm-hmm. so you have to you know if you're going to be the agreement kind of states if you're happy for the images to be shared and where yeah. they're going to be shared too so sometimes you'd make an agreement some photographers I don't know I think it's hard because every photographer has their own rules mm-hmm. like I've worked with somewhere um, I never got any of the images because they were for there were images that were going to be that were going to be for sale so I couldn't have any of the images right. so it just like depends really some of them don't want you to sell it on platforms where you sell you know where you can buy images you're not allowed to do that so right. um, there needs to be that kind of agreement where the where are the images going to go is it going to be used on social media or is it going to be used on a print image or print selling site so those I it's very important that you establish that like with the Mm. photographer Mm. beforehand because you know sometimes I don't know if models have had that where their image has ended up somewhere where it's not supposed to be but yeah yeah. Yeah. and is all of your work through an agency or do people ever approach you directly 
Um, I'm freelance, so I'm approached directly. I'm not through any agency. I just don't personally want to sign to one. I think they're quite niche on who they select, so I prefer to do it. I think freelance is better. And you get, I feel as a freelance model, you get all your money opposed to when it's an agency because they take fees and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah which are quite hefty. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I prefer to do it yeah. uh, freelance. So that's why I usually do it. Okay, yeah. right. So tell us a little bit then about some of the best shoots you've been on and, and maybe some of the worst shoots you've been on as well. So the best one was I shot, with a photographer his name's called Bob Persley on Instagram he's called um okay. terrible images he's really really good I shot with him okay. in the natural light spaces I don't know if you've ever heard of that studio before no I haven't no no tell me more yeah it's um well photographers can hire it to work with models as hobbyists mm -hmm. and then it's also a commercial okay. you know studio as well they do commercials there and stuff um so I did my shoot I did a shoot over there and I really enjoyed that because he had some really great, really great ideas and stuff. And he actually planned everything so well. He actually drew out all the poses that he wanted me to do, oh, which wow. I've never okay. ever seen anyone do that before. He had a sketch pad, everything. He drew it all out and stuff like that. Um, he had so much, clo mm -hmm. like lots and lots of different clothing and stuff like that, which we got to kind of try and it was nice we did like a mix of fashion a bit of bodyscapes aren't nude so it was it was mm -hmm. a real nice kind of like mix yeah that I think that has to be the best one and a lot of the images that we did did has won like lots of various like awards and stuff so which is nice. really good I think yeah. that has to be yeah. my best one he really he's really like yeah go, he's really really good he really he thought yeah the way he, I don't know, he's got this really mm. great style. His images are very well thought mm -hmm. out and they're very, I guess, why that's why people really like his work because he's kind of, he does mm. really mm. think through each pose and he yeah. he actually demonstrated to me how to, you know, each pose he wanted to achieve and stuff. I was just about to ask you that, whether photographers ever demonstrate themselves what a pose looks like that they're trying to ask you to do. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. And I like that because my sense of direction is terrible. So when they say, can you put one uh -huh. leg here? And I'm like, what one? So when they show me, it yeah. actually, we actually helps. And he actually did that. He actually posed as if he was doing it. Right. So that <laughs> helped me a lot know how I need, you know, how I need to pose where I yeah. need to stand and he yeah. helped me know how where to face because of the lights and everything like that mm -hmm. so he was yeah he direct I think he had to be one of the best ones that directed me especially as I was very new at the time do you get a chance to see the photos on the back of the camera as they're being taken yeah majority of the time they do show me so which helps because um mm -hmm. yeah that's something any model should ask is to see the images and stuff because sometimes I look mm. at it and think oh no I could have posed a bit better or my you know my angle's not right and stuff so yeah it's important to see yeah how you're posing because it's all great a model poses yeah. but if they you know because you know it's so easy for the photographer to go oh that's that looks great but then you know to a model it may not so yeah it's good to always yeah, check yeah. and see if you're doing it right so and then 
even though you're seeing the pictures throughout the shoot, how does it then feel when you see the complete edited set where all the, you know, all the lighting has been perfected and uh, maybe if there was anything in the background that's been taken out, you know, how does it feel to you when you see yourself in them? Oh, it looks, it's amazing. Yeah, it it's amazing. The one, well, I'm not going to say all the images I get back are amazing, but yeah, the ones from the shoot I did with him, they looked he, yeah, they look really, really great. I feel he captured me like very, very well. And he had some really great concepts and ideas and stuff. And I really hope that I get to work with him again because, yeah, he's really, really good. Like, and mm. he's a hobbyist. So I, mm. I was very shocked mm. when he told me he doesn't actually, you know, do it as he just does it as a hobby. But he's, yeah, he's really, really good. So. Well, of course, in many ways, uh, for photographers listening to this right now, a hobbyist is in a much better position oh, yeah. than someone who's shooting professionally because they can just shoot the things that they want to shoot and they don't need to shoot to anyone else's brief. They're not following anyone else's agenda. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. There's no pressure or anything like that. No. Yeah, no. that's true. Whereas when it's a client, it's like they want it this specific, you know, when it's a client, it's like they want it. Yeah. a specific way and stuff so you yeah. kind of are quite rigid you can't exactly do whatever you like so because the client is paying so okay so for any photographers listening to this right now who maybe would like to photograph a model but they've never done it before and maybe they're just feeling actually a little bit apprehensive about it maybe a bit intimidated even about the idea of photographing someone who models for lots of different photographers what advice would you give to a photographer who's never done it before? I'd say approach um, is everything. I think the way you approach a model is important, but then it's hard because each model is different. Mm. I know I've seen of models that only work with, you know, photographers who are maybe have more experience than others. But I think approach, in my opinion, I think approach is everything. If you approach somebody right, then maybe you know they would want to work with you. So I think mm-hmm. being approachable is the most important thing. What sort of approach is the right approach then? Just to introduce yourself, be nice, you know, say you know, state what, mm-hmm. that you're new, state that you're looking for you're looking for models to build your portfolio. I think that approach is more like because mm-hmm. I've worked with photographers who don't have much experience, but I just wanted to do it just to help them Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and stuff so I think approach is very very important Mm -hmm. yeah don't be scared some models will say no and some models will say yes but I would okay continue don't give up because Mm -hmm. there's even me as a model they're photographers who I wanted to work with I approach them and they don't get back to me but it's just sadly it's just part of it not everybody's going to want to work with everyone so you just got to keep trying Um, Also, I think joining a club, like a photography club, I think that's where a lot of, well, from what I've heard, that's where a lot of photographers start to kind of meet models because they do a lot of, you know, you do workshops where you get to photograph models. So I think that might be a best place to start where you can start building your portfolio and maybe models will look at your work and want to approach you kind of like mm. that way I think I have mm. seen mm. I have seen where photographers work in clubs they're in part of photography clubs and they do workshops where they photograph models so that's a great way to start because you can connect with that model and then you know you exchange contacts and yeah. then 
you know, they might want to work with you again. So I think that's a yeah. great, I think that's a great approach. But yeah, just not to give up. And let's look to the future. Let's imagine you could shoot, you could do a shoot in any city in the world. This is an outdoor shoot. What sort of city would you choose? Where would you like to be? Oh, that's another um, I'd love to do like a shoot in New York. I think that would be quite good. I've always won. I do mm-hmm. want to shoot internationally. I have been asked to do it, but because of COVID, it's, um, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer because I was going to go to Spain. I was going to do a shoot in Spain last year, mm-hmm. but I can't, yeah, I can't do that. So I would like, I think not in a city, I think I'd like to do somewhere hot, like a beach in Spain as Spain has some nice beaches maybe like France as well. I was asked to go like near the south of France and do a shoot there. So I'd like to shoot somewhere that's, you know, more exotic. I think that would be, that's what I really, really want to kind of do more, hopefully yeah. next year yeah. when COVID's over. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> hopefully COVID will be over soon and life will get at least half back to normal in, in no time. Yeah. Faith, we need to bring this to a close in a minute, but for anyone who who's heard anything here and they want to follow you on social media what's the best way for them to do that yeah sure so you my name goes as mystic faith so you can check me out there follow my work i upload like very regularly um new images from shoots that i do so yeah you can follow me on there (laughs) okay that's on that's on instagram is it yeah on instagram yeah i'm only on instagram okay and sorry give us that account name again mystic faith Mystique Faye, that's M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E-F-A-Y. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, all right, got it, excellent. <laughs> well, look, Faith, thank you for being here and thank you for talking to us today. It's been, it's been really good hearing all about, you know, what it's like to be photographed because I think most photographers, of course, they're always on the other side of the camera and they don't really know yeah. what it's like to be photographed most of the time. So, yeah, so thanks for sharing all of that with us. It's really good. Oh, you're welcome. And that was Faith sharing with us what it's like to be on the other side of the camera. Faith, thank you so much for being here to share all of that with us. We wish you all the best for a post-COVID world of modelling. Now, you can check out some of her work by searching and following her on Instagram. That's Mystique Faye, M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, Faye, Mystique Faye. And you can stay up to date with how she gets on in the future. And while you're on Instagram, you could also follow 9to5 if you want to, which means you just won't miss the next episode when it comes out. Just search 9to5photo. That's number nine and number five, 9to5photo, and you can stay up to date that way. And as always, if you have any suggestions for future episodes, maybe a guest you can think of who would serve the audience well, or some ideas for future topics to discuss, then you can drop me an email. My email address is simon at bonjourlondon.co.uk, and I'll reply personally to you. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Have a totally smashing week.